This is Ozarks at Large. I'm happy that on the phone from his office in Fort Smith with me is Michael Tilley with Talk Business and Politics. How were the previous six days for you, Michael? Um, good. Good. Well, um, I'm, I'm, I'm on this side of the clay, so I'm going to take it. All right. Uh Okay, let's start with home price values in the Fort Smith Metro. That's uh, a story that's at talkbusiness.net right now. I'm going to let you say the number, but they've gone up a significant amount. It was a sort of an eye-popping figure for me. Yes, um, it, it, it was up, and, I, and I'm going to put a – it won't be a downer, but I, I'm going to put a little perspective on the end of this. Um, so home sales in the Fort Smith Metro area, which includes a little bit of eastern Oklahoma um, – but through the first nine months of the year, through September, uh, home sales are up almost 12%, and the average home price uh, is up just a little over, well, just under 23%. Wow. Um, uh, exactly. And then the value of those homes sold, so you match up the number of homes with that average home price going up, the value of those homes sold was uh, just under $629 million, which was up 37% from the same time last year. And, and I want to stress last year was an incredible year, even during a pandemic. I know it's hard to believe, but last year was an incredible record or not a record, incredible year for home sales in the area. And on top of that, you're getting these double digit uh, increases. Now, just for a little perspective, the pace of gains, the pace of the increase is slowing a little bit. For example, you know, home sales through the first nine months are up 12% through the first six months. They were up 17%. And the value of those homes sold this year up 37% through the first nine months. Through the first six months, they were up almost 48%. So there is some heat coming out of this, but Mm. which I guess is to be expected. It would take a deeper dive in interviews with realtors and and, uh, mortgage companies to figure out what's going on. But I, I, I think some of it, from what I've heard from realtors, is that some of the slowdown is just there aren't enough homes to be sold, that there's more demand than there is supply. And if there's anything going to slow it down, it'll just be you don't have the property to sell. There's also not, and it's not only on home sales. um, The report uh, also showed that multifamily property sales, apartment sales, duplexes, that kind of thing, are up almost 19%. And commercial property sales are up more than 60% through the first nine months. So there's a lot of um, cash that, that's chasing a lot of property, raising property prices. And I, and I have an anecdotal experience. I, I had a good friend who just recently listed a home for sale. The first family that toured it uh, – gave an offer that was above the asking price with no qualifications and boom, within two or three days of listing it, by the time the person turned it and the offer came back, that was it. Above so above you, the asking price. Above the asking price. And not just a little bit above the asking price. So the story, the moral of the story is if you list a house in the Fort Smith metro area you better be ready to move out because it, it might sell very quickly. Well, while this increase in home sales uh, prices is good for a home seller, uh, forgive me, I, I, I'm always sort of elementary on this. Can't that be seen as not great news for a home buyer? 
Yeah. So, um, yes. So if you're, if you're wanting to sell and buy into something else, um, depending on which way you buy, do you buy up into a larger property or smaller property? Where do you get, are you in a different Metro area that has a higher, lower percentage gain? Yeah, you, there, there are going to be a lot of factors that come into play, whether, yeah, I may have just sold my house for $300,000 and, and, um, that may be 15,000 above the list price. That's just an example. But if I have to move to an area where the same house is going to cost me 350,000, right. I've, I've gained nothing, right. you know, I'm upside down on that. So yeah, it, it, um, it definitely comes with a caveat. Uh, and one other thing the report noted that I thought was telling, and it goes to how quickly they're moving, for the whole region, for the entire region, the average days on market for a home were set with 71 days. The same period last year was 102 days. Mm. So it's more than 30 days, full month difference on um, on how quickly it takes these homes to sell on average. Seller's market. So again, yeah, if you... Again, you list your home, you better. You, you could be homeless before you know it. <laughs> All right, let's move from land to sea. Well, not sea, but to river, um, Arkansas River. You kind of forward foreshadowed this a, a few weeks ago when we talked about this. the The amount of material being uh, sent along barges on barges along the Arkansas River is up, and that's a sign of some sort of rebound, right? Yes, and it wasn't that I foreshadowed it. It was just that um, Marty Shell, who operates the ports in Fort Smith and Van Buren, said he expected the the traffic to increase because um, if you remember it was it was relatively flat, just a little down at six months. But um, for the first nine months of the year, tonnage on the Arkansas River system, which again stretches from the Port of Catoosa and Tulsa down to the where the Arkansas hits the Mississippi. Uh, was 7.9 million tons, almost 8 million tons. It's up 3.4% compared to the same period in September. Um, and September shipments were considered were, um, almost 10% above uh, September 2020, so it, the quarter finished out pretty strong. Uh, inbound shipments, those, again, that those are those coming from off the river system into Arkansas. Uh, those were up 13%. Outbound shipments were down 4%. Internal shipments that that's what sent port to port was up was pretty much flat. It was up zero point five percent. And again, I want to stress to your listener the the reason we come we keep up with these is these are kind of the fundamentals, the foundation, the pillar, so to speak, of of an economy because you're moving sand and gravel and rock, which is critical, obviously, for construction, road building. Uh, chemical fertilizers, which is important for the state's agri-industry, um, wheat, uh, iron and steel, and soybeans. So those are those are. I mean, iron, steel, soybeans, wheat. That that uh, that like I said, the fundamental aspects of Arkansas's economy. And so that's primarily what gets moved, and it takes thousands of trucks off the roads. Uh, to do that. And so sand and gravel rock, for example, 2.7 million tons, up 2%. Chemical fertilizer, which is important in a lot of, uh, in more industries than just agriculture, is up 12%. Iron and steel shipments, uh, which had kind of been up and down, were up 10%. That's a healthy 
uh, indicator because um, that is sometimes tied to manufacturing. Uh, so if you're using more iron and steel, it, it can <clears throat> indicate greater manufacturing output. So they're good numbers now that now kind of a concern for the industry. And I hadn't thought about this until reporting on this, but again, Marty Shell talked about hurricane Ida has done more damage to the downstream Mm. uh, infrastructure, waterway infrastructure than even hurricane Katrina or what they previously thought. So there's some concern, uh, you know, you have port damage, you have barges that are lost for damaged. And so the demand we're seeing, you know, in this global bottle uh, supply chain bottleneck, we're seeing that also in this river shipping industry where there's more demand for barges, more demand for the boats to push the barges, more demand for lock time, that kind of thing um, is rising and the capacity, the infrastructure is just not there to support it. So uh, it'll be interesting to see um, how that plays out because you could have, you could literally have a decline in activity on the river and that does not reflect uh, the true economic uh, growth or economic demand for those products. So um, sometimes numbers are down because there's no economy to support it. And sometimes numbers are down because the economy is so strong that the capacity can't support it. So it'll be interesting to see how that plays out. But one thing we're learning or have learned is that these are all connected and, and at some point somewhere shortages or problems with the supply chain do affect other things. Right. And, you know, and sand, look at the sand, gravel, and rock shipments to almost 3 million tons. Well, if you're unable to, to um, move that on the river to areas that, that uh, produce concrete or produce blocks or bricks, um, I mean, so how does that play out in building homes or building roads or and building jobs. commercial structures? Yeah. yeah. And then the jobs associated with it. So it, exactly. It's all connected. That's why we try to track it. Michael Tilley is with Talk Business and Politics. You can read about what we've talked about and so much more at talkbusiness.net. Michael, enjoy this autumn weekend. We'll talk again next week. All right. Well, thanks for hearing me out. Talk to you later.